0: My name is Nina Simone Wright. I'm an actress, producer, author, philanthropist, business owner, baddie, prayer warrior. (laughs) Yes, she prays. And most of all, I love me some God. And guess what? I believe you don't have to choose that you can be authentically you. So welcome to The Nina Show, where righteous meets ratchet. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nina Show, where righteous meets ratchet. I'm your host, Nina Simone Wright, and today I have the privilege of hosting and talking to the incomparable four time Emmy Award winning television journalist, Francesca Amaker.
1: Francesca! <laughs> Hello, <laughs> darling! You're so, so I like I've been waiting for you. Oh, I have been waiting <laughs> for you too. I'm so excited that we can finally have our conversations yes, on camera. On camera, the conversations we have every single day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. So a lot of people don't know, but Fred and I have actually known each other since
1: high school. Oh my goodness! Yes, 2000 and easily 2006. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And we actually started off our days in New York City. Oh my Gosh, yeah. I was there first, and Fran moved up there, and we
1: kind of had a whirlwind. We definitely did
0: a whirlwind,
1: trying to find ourselves. Yeah, being found by others.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were definitely found by others. We were hunted out. Okay, we were fresh meat. I mean, up in them New York streets. I mean, who would blame them? I mean, you know, <laughs> the Lord was blessing in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! So, Fran, when you moved up to New York. I remember that you were just graduating out of journalism school. She went to Vanderbilt and she was so excited. And I remember one of my favorite stories of you. It was in the rain and you went and took like... You made, like, these little boxes yes.
1: with, like, oh, shoes. Remember I little did, baby shoes? Did, girl, I will. not how do I forget it? Yes. It was my story of, like, perseverance yeah. and, and resilience while still trying to have fun. Like, yeah. Nina, if y'all don't know, please, first and foremost, subscribe. Make sure you comment yes. as well. She is a light. And I think from her show, she's going to be able to shine that light on other people and also share her own testimonies. Right. But you were a light for me in New York City when it was such a dark time in my life. Right. I mean, you know, we have similar backgrounds when it comes to high school we were the successful girl we were that girl we were that
2: girl and
1: when i graduated from Vanderbilt university i mean i was still on top like just on top like i knew what i wanted to do i've never questioned that i knew that i wanted to be a television host i knew i wanted to be a local news reporter right and i was so excited but then when i left Vanderbilt after i had 12 different internships that's what got me 12 days 12 you did everything you were supposed to do. That's what I'm saying. You did everything you were supposed to do. Yeah. Okay. And, and, I, and I know you'll have a word for us towards the middle or end of this, but like sometimes you do everything that you're supposed to do and yeah. sometimes it's just not the right time. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. So I did my 12 internships at Vanderbilt, thought that that prepared me for like getting an immediate job after I graduated. Right. And lo and behold, it didn't happen. For so For how I'm, many months? Oh, 13 months. 13 months, and in the interim, I got a chance to be with you yeah. and your best friend, Kayla, and we, oh, we kikied all up and down in New York City, but the story that Nina's talking about yes. is... Okay, so I, I have this thing where, you know, you literally can't accept no. And sometimes if they do say no, it's because maybe you asked at the wrong time. Yeah. Or you asked in the wrong way, or right. maybe you weren't prepared with that ask to bring mm-hmm. some type of gift or some type of reasoning as to why mm-hmm. you should be chosen for a position or at least given a shot. Absolutely. And so uh, at the time uh, in New York City, I was just there. Thank goodness. Just so y'all know, I worked with my dad selling cemetery plots and mausoleums to gain enough money to come to New York wow. City to be able to fund that time. I have such a similar story. Girl, yeah. while I applied, I was I, I worked for my dad for several months, got a few thousand to stack up, went, lived with some random girls in New York City. God! Oh, my God. Oh, we got to tell you. You got to tell that story. Go ahead, girl. We'll get to that, That's right. That's right. But, we'll get to that story. But, um... <laughs> Uh, I wanted to be seen by the executive producers yeah. of, of Inside Edition. And, um, at the time it was Global Grind was another big publication yeah. there, which is still in service. And I wanted to, I wanted them to hear me and see me. But when you call, no one's picking up when you email, no one's yeah. responding. Right? right. So what I did, what Nina's referencing is I actually got a chance to go to Dollar Tree. It was like the 99 cent store. <laughs> and I was like, what can I do? I got to think outside the box and i need to show them that i need to get my foot in the door yeah so what i did was i uh bought like this um box and also like a couple of um uh bags like a tissue paper bag right had tissue paper too a bunch of like candy and whatnot Um, and then I bought these little shoes baby shoes baby shoes. shoes. (laughs) and then I took my resume rolled it up put a ribbon on my resume put it inside the box put it inside the bag and then I dropped it off with the security or the downstairs person um, at Inside Edition Yeah, and it was my way of getting my foot in the The door door. it was and so I never ever heard from the executive producers at Inside Edition but it's cool because it wasn't the right timing I wasn't ready yet I had just grabbed graduated from college and a lot of y'all folks out there when you graduate from college, you think that you're supposed to get that six-figure job. Oh, it's coming right
0: after I graduate. Seven-figure job.
1: You know what I'm saying? I was
0: a star when I popped out my mama's womb.
1: Yes, yeah, you were, and you yeah. still are, but there are so many things yeah. that life has to teach you. There are so many pieces of experience that you yeah. need to get from your field. Yeah. As one of my mentors uh, one once said to me, you have to make your mistakes in a small market so that you don't make it on a grand scale in a big market. That's very good. You do not want to be embarrassed. You do not. And how many times do we open up these blogs and we see these young folks out mm-hmm. here and they a big
0: big, big, mistakes. big mistakes and you never hear from them again oh, yeah. and it's because nobody wants to do the small things mm-hmm. nobody wants to be faithful over I, I take a scripture we take a text be faithful over that which is another man or be faithful over little so God can make you ruler over much Amen. and I believe that that was one of the things that we were in New York yes. now let's fast forward <laughs> because let me tell you something when we were in New York me and Fran we were dedicated to having a good time mm-hmm. and I do mean a good time you were in New York, you were, you know, trying to get your foot in the yeah. door. And I was spend- starting my first year of grad school. Mm-hmm. So I was like going to school and the next thing you know, me and Fran would be hanging out and we had a time. And in the street!
1: The, the street! <laughs> we had a time in the street! In the most fun-loving, yes. um, safe way, I yes. will yes. say that. Yeah, we weren't yes. out in the streets for real, for real, but we were partying. and stuff. Yes, we were. Mm-hmm. We had a good time. We had a good time. And fast forward, 10 years later. Godly, how crazy is that? I know. Tell them, you want to tell them how we we even spotted each other? We, no, you tell. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So y'all, I have been in LA for like a year and a half, right? Okay. I've been here for eight, almost nine. And... (laughs) at the time when we saw each other she was here for eight years and I would been here for maybe maybe four or five months or so mm-hmm. and I got an invitation and so did she to one of our girlfriend's uh, birthday parties and it was taking place at a club in um, New York City mm-hmm. and the club literally I mean everywhere the who's who were invited to this party I mean literally anyone from the owner of Twitter to every single athlete that you can think of yeah but that was just the circle that um, we know yeah so we get there I'm just sitting there and I go I go to places like by myself but sometimes I just I'm a people. People watch it. So I just go and I'm She's sitting I'm bopping
2: mm-hmm.
1: it. And here I am. Hey mm-hmm. y'all. This is me. This is Nina. <laughs> hey y'all. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I look up. I'm like Nina, <laughs> Nina's bopping around. Probably like a little drink in her hand. I had a drink in my hand, and I'm like, no freaking way! And immediately, I felt what that warmth, that bright spot, that happiness that I had when I saw Nina and was hanging out with Nina, um, and bonding with Nina, and building that friendship and that relationship yeah. ten years ago, y'all. Ten years ago, and since then, we have been constantly every other day or every, every once a week we, yeah. we hanging out we doing something yeah you know we're hanging we're, we're uh, on the tele- telephone with each other mm-hmm. and um it's just crazy again I don't think that that was happenstance no I think it was I think it meant was meant to be I was at a point in my life where yeah. you know I was just kind of working and that was it
0: right I think what I what I believe that was was God showing us how he brought us 10 years it was literally 10 years oh, yeah of uh, when you moved mm-hmm. and I then moved out here, we totally lost communication. Mm-hmm. And then ten years later, here we are, and we are in a year after this four-time Emmy yeah. Award winning. You know, you're working for the network that you've always dreamed yeah. of being in. But at the same time, as we begin to talk,
1: we're like, but we still ain't where we thought we were. That's be. right. And it's funny yeah. that you know, we always talk about society moving the needle. Yeah. You know? And it's like, oh, man, like, I want, they, they tell me I need to qualify for mm-hmm. this. And I do this, then the third, they yep. move the needle. Yeah. But, but we have to realize that our vision board continuously moves to right. what we want, our aspirations, our goals. We're constantly moving the needle in that regard. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you probably realized so many different yeah. dreams that you had 10 years ago. In the past 10 years, you've, right. are, you've hit them. You've hit those goals. But now you've moved your own move
0: the needle and the ones and even the goals that have not yet been realized that we didn't realize that the journey was the goal, that the real dream was the journey. The real dream is that I'm here, that we're present, that we are on our way, you know? Mm. And so sometimes I believe God brought, brings people together to be like, okay, remember 10 years ago,
1: you said you were going to be here. Now what's next? And that is a brilliant point right there. And I think this is the part of your show where I'm just going to be open and honest. Like the fact that you just said the journey is the dream. I never really thought about it like that. I never saw it like that. I still don't know if I can subscribe to that. (laughs) Because I I want what I want. What you want, friend? Godly, that's the thing. Now, what is the vision? Because I've I've arrived at E! News. That was on my vision board for years, y'all. I have emails since 2012. It is now 2012. 23 and yeah. I finally got with E in 2022. Yeah. 10 years later. Yeah. So it's like I finally realized oh my god I'm with E. Wow. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I literally am at the fir- first time in my life. My parents are also concerned because I they'll call me and well, how's everything going? I'm like it's going. Yeah. What's next? I don't know. Yeah. And no. um, I used to just like tremble in my boots saying mm-hmm. that, being unsure, not mm-hmm. tr- certain. Yeah. Because we've always had it. Yeah. We, we always, know where we're going. Oh, this is going to be this. this, this is going to be it. I'm going to be the next hey. thing. Yeah. I remember being in the back seat someone was driving us to New York City, you know. Uh-huh. And he asked me, you know, well, what's your dream? What's your dream job? And I said, I'm going to be the next Oprah. I said, I'm going to be with E! News one day. I'm going to be with Good Morning America one day. Move over Oprah! And then all of a sudden, I've interviewed her two or three times. I'm with E! News. And it's now, I I want more, but I'm not sure what that more is. Exactly. Exactly. And
0: I would dare to say that even in getting to some of the accomplishments that we've already said, some of the ones that we thought that we wanted, maybe we don't want it in the same regard. Because now I've seen what the sacrifices is to get there. True. And it's like, hmm, is that what I want? Do I want something that I have to clock into every day? Is that the navigation? That's a great point. Yeah. And I would know when I was fasting, um, trying to get a word from God mm-hmm. as it pertains to this podcast, the thing that he brought me to again was what do you want? What do you want? People talk about manifesting, I'm talking about prayer. And when we begin to pray and we decree and we declare. One of those things is, God says, write the vision and make it plain, okay? Mm. So that you won't tarry from it, okay? You, you got to make sure that vision is plain. Mm. And I think when 2020 happened, for me, I kind of let go of all visions and dreams. Because I was like, well, Lord, you got your own plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got your own plan. You know, at this point, have your way but no, God says that I'm gonna drive this vehicle, but you
1: got to know clearly because when you don't know what you want, you're gonna get all of what you don't. It's true. That's a great yeah. point. You could be swayed by the enemy, I be swayed by multiple people.
0: Woo! And, and opinions so let's talk about everybody who has an opinion on social media yeah. nowadays yeah who don't know what they're
1: talking about that's very true everybody has something to say yeah and nothing to say at the same time absolutely nothing and i love the fact that you pivoted this conversation to a now you're restructuring what you do want we yeah. talked about it off not on your show but we'll bring it here now yeah. since your show is full transparency yeah we've talked about dating now Ouch. and you know being a woman who can you have it all as a woman and you know we've been we've been uh, selfish i shouldn't say the word selfish but we've been selfish i like the word selfish we've been selfish for yeah you know almost 30 years and i'm selfish uh-huh. i admit it <laughs> <laughs> i got no problem i got no problem i, I ain't gonna quit it. It. okay <laughs> <laughs> But we, you know, we've been proudly selfish for over thirty years, or yeah. almost thirty years. Look at me trying to don't be telling my age. <laughs> see me, see me, uh, almost thirty years. I'm a Gen Zer. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, now we're at a point in our lives, and I'm not talking about a, 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 the the ticking of the clock or yeah. anything like that. But we are at a point in our lives where we, we do wish for and long for companionship yeah. and to share these dreams and these, you know, these red carpets that we grace and these awesome achievements that we are getting in our yeah. lives. Um, you want to share it with someone yeah. and it does, it's, it's just in the back of my mind at least, where, you know, where does where where, where am I going to find the man? Or, yeah. or if I have a man already, where does he want to go? Yeah. Where does he see the future? Yeah.
0: Because once you start, and I can say this for me, having a lot of friends that are married, now seeing, I know that I was not in a relationship for the longest time because I wanted my career to be everything, right? Now getting older and realizing what marriage is, What commitment is, it's really dying to self. (sighs) So we bring up that word selfish and it's like, am I really ready to die to self? Oh, that sounds so,
1: that sounds so harsh.
0: But seriously, like I would be marrying someone and if I think about it from a man being the head and him being a doctor or him being this and he says... Well, you got to move over to Africa because mm-hmm. I'm feeding the needy. Or my man is a pastor. He's saying, God is leading me to New Zealand to do this. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up. But as a wife, that would be what I would be required to do is to follow my mm-hmm. husband on his journey and his uh, his dream, right? In
1: 2023, not so, not so fast. Not so
0: fast.
1: Not so fast. Oh, not so fast. Because we have so many women here who are now... Um, I mean, they, they're no longer... It's no longer the early, the early 1800s or yeah. the early 1900s where you now have to, here's that word, submit to your man and, and go, go where he goes and your dream dies. Do you not have to? No, I'm fine with submitting to a man, but a man that is deserving, absolutely. But I'm saying, we're at a point where women have the right to have dreams and achieve those dreams and put those dreams on the same table and say, well, this is what I'm bringing to the table. Let's see what we can compromise on. Okay, okay, I know we're going, I know you're old school. Okay. But it, it, there is some You compromise. know, here's the thing, and I, I there who should do, be compromise who in 2023. You, Women who, can read
0: and write and vote. Who do you know that has that type of relationship? Drop a, drop me a note, y'all. Write me in. Because everybody I know who is married, they have had to have some level of dying to self. I can,
1: I can see that. I can in see
0: order that. to, even when it comes to having kids. You know, I might not be ready for a kid, but if my husband... Is ready I have to somehow do
1: that in order for my marriage to work but there's just so many different dynamics like take for instance I just interviewed um, Candy Burrs okay. the um, essence black woman in Hollywood luncheon okay and you know she's extremely successful we call her candy keeper, hey, keep a keeper Candy. and look at the dynamic of their relationship yeah. you know she met Todd through work Todd was also still working he wasn't some random young man that she yeah. met any anywhere he had his own job. Yeah, and then they came together Together, they, they compromised, you know? And she came up with her business developments and her plans thereafter. And then he came up with, you know, the, the Lady Gang and, and all these other different uh, restaurants that yeah. are all throughout Atlanta. And it's like they're working together. And even with the child, they work together. They spoke that out. I feel like they're very 50-50. That's true. And when it comes to fame, yes, we know Candy is from Escape. Yeah. We know that she's this living legend. I understand that. But there's still that compromise. And I think every single marriage deserves that. If it works for you. Yes.
0: but If the, it works for you. But... Going back to what we were talking about on our timeline, I'll tell you, as I was preparing for this podcast, I opened up a book. And uh, actually, it was on my iPad. And I I write down all these goals that I have for the year. So, in 2020, Mm -hmm. I had written, I command that I will not be the last one to get married. Wow. I didn't even know that I was thinking like that. You wrote that in 2020? In 2020. I guess my mind was really on marriage at that point. How's that working for you? Oh, you know. I say that because we're talking about Candy. how long did it take for her to get there? And as a career driven woman, do you think that you've been delayed in love because of your drive? Oh yeah. I
1: didn't even allow myself to date all throughout high school, college. What? no.
0: I, mean, like, I praise, praise the <laughs> Lord. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: but, Hallelujah. But no, I did, it, men didn't phase me until I was like 25. I was yeah. a late bloomer. Yeah. And... You know, um, I was okay with that because I literally, you know, it's like when you have to find yourself, finding yourself has different, different, different compartments, different yeah. departments. Right. There's finding yourself personally. There's finding, there's finding yourself professionally. Mm-hmm. I was so hell bent on finding myself professionally for the past like 25 years. Right. And that, that, and when I became 25 and I finally got yeah. into my career and I was like, okay, <laughs> what a minute. What a minute. What a minute. Right. right. <laughs> What yeah. I was like, what a at? What you at? I was, they? um, they're still not, they're still not, not around, really. Um, but I was able to like get different samples and yeah. whatnot and I started enjoying uh the male species. Um, where was I going with that? <laughs> like, Yo, what you like mean what I at? Um, but you have to there are different departments that you do have to find yourself yeah. in and you don't have to try to to them all at once you don't have to ever try to get to you you, all of them you i just wanted to seek myself out professionally first because i knew exactly what i wanted when i came to men i didn't know what i wanted so i didn't need to delve there yeah yeah
2: let
1: me ask you
0: do you feel like 10 years later you've made so much success in your career right figuring out what is next
1: do you think you can have it all yes you can definitely have it all but at different points at different points and maybe and and maybe all at a short amount of time you know at some point yeah what's the word it's like those circles and i I, forgive me for not knowing the name of these circles i should know this but the circles that overlap and what i'm talking about is you see how there's always that slither of overlapping Mm. in those circles the paradigm a paradigm circles and um you know it's like uh career profession and when I say career or, or excuse me career and personal and when I say personal I'm talking about being that amazing wife being that amazing mom being that you know taking the kids to soccer practice and da 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 but there's this tiny slither where they can overlap at maybe certain points in your life maybe that's at year one of marriage maybe that's yeah. been that year 10 of marriage yeah. but there's always going to be that point at least through my deep dives and my interviews with these yeah. different celebs yeah. there's always that point where you don't feel like you're doing enough yeah even Kim K yeah lover or hater uh, there's always points where she feels like she could be a better mom. Yeah. There's always points where you feel like you could be a better dad, a yeah. better daughter. You know, calling grandma, calling mom and dad. You know, there's, there's always points where you feel like you can do better. But the biggest thing in life is doing the best you can with what you got. Yeah. Um, and if that's getting out of the bed, then, and that's yeah. a and that's a triumph for you. Yeah. That's been a triumph for me several times yeah. in the past. Three years, easily. Getting out of bed, taking a shower. Mm -hmm. um, Going to work out. Going to work out, or doing one day of no tears.
0: Yeah, for me it's been praying. Mm -hmm. Because I have to say that in the journey of, and I just say the journey of life, the journey of waiting, the journey of trusting God, right? There have been real moments where I have been upset with God for the delay, for the journey. Mm -hmm. Because if you would have told me that we was going to be journeying, Mm -hmm. Ten years later. Ten years later. Still like, what is this? What's going on? Yeah. Lord, I mean, some of this is what I pray for, but wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. I because I mean, in my
1: mind, the Lord could go by my manuscript. I, I write a good story. I, I hear you. You know I what hear I'm saying? You. Yeah, but that's when he laughs at you. He laughs in face. I know, face. what? I don't want you to laugh no more, Lord. Hey, what is it Uh tell the Lord your plan and hear him laugh or something yeah. like that? Right? Listen to him chuckle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, girl. And it's so
0: interesting to see. Do you feel like you've given up hope?
1: No. Okay. So long as there is breath in my body, I am worthy. Okay. And I'm never about to give up any type of hope. Um, that hope can be delayed. Yeah. That hope can go three months of me not thinking about it my favor and not thinking about that i should remain faithful but i'll never give up hope because yeah. that's not who i am yeah and i don't think anyone is that way but there's just certain times where don't think that you have to be hopeful every single day right and that's what my problem was you know i was beating myself up because i didn't have a plan and i wasn't sure yeah and is it all over yeah it's like girl and those are real questions for real ambitious women it's like girl it's been three months don't be dramatic <laughs> it can be th- three years can go by and I can still just be stagnant um, I call it stagnant but so long as there's breath in my body I am moving yeah. forward and yeah. I haven't ended anything yeah. and so long as you haven't ended anything there's room for opportunities there's room for promise there's room for you to move forward yeah. and literally when I say that I can't emphasize enough moving forward is literally breathing that next breath yeah yeah. I always tell people that I believe that
0: as long as you're living there's more right with you than there is wrong beautiful yeah
1: beautiful.
0: for sure and I believe that that is one of the things that God was showing me. If we want to go and take a text, I uh, I, it, it, I always talk about being provoked to purpose. And so there's a story, and where there's this lady called Panina and Hannah. Mm. And so Panina was and Hannah were married to the same man, right? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. You know, you know that was that how they got down in the Bible? Oh, okay? Right. okay. Well, Panina <laughs> was always pregnant, but her husband didn't really love her. Hannah was the one who her husband loved and adored, but she was barren. So Hannah was totally fine with having the love from her husband, not uh, her husband, you know, not being able to bear children. But every time she would get comfortable, here come Panina, ha, 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 I am pregnant, mm-hmm. I am pregnant. And it was the jealousy that provoked Hannah to throw herself at God's feet and say, God, please. Give me a child, and I will give this child back to you. Make a long story short, Hannah got pregnant with Samson, and Samson was the savior of the kingdom at that time. And it tells, it shows me about what social media does. Mm-hmm. And we would you talked talked about stagnation. Good. You know, social media has a way of making you feel like you're stagnant because you're not doing what other people are doing. Yeah. But if we look at what social media can be, which is the panina. And provoking us to purpose. Because any time that you're supposed to be doing something, God is going to send somebody to be doing it. You know you want to buy a house and then your best friend out. God is buying new property. (laughs) I just did this. I just did that. You know you want to travel and then your girlfriend. I go here. And it's so that God can keep that dream alive.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful pivot. You cannot continue to compare yourself. Absolutely. You know, I'm a swimmer. And I swam for, uh-huh, oh yeah, competitive swimmer since I was- okay. Y'all hear this? Yeah. She a competitive swimmer now. So, so I, I only say that because sometimes when I'm speaking to people um and, and doing speeches or whatever and at colleges and whatnot, what I always tell them is, when you're swimming, and I started swimming when I was like, mm, three years old. Okay. Uh, and I started competitive um, at <laughs> five. Stopped in college at Vanderbilt. Mm. But uh, as a swimmer, you are told to jump off that block. Yeah. Don't you dare look left, don't you dare look right, because that will cut off a millisecond of your time. Really? And then all of a sudden, you know, you have that laser stop finish at the end. And that second, that millisecond that you were looking left to see where your competition was, or that millisecond that you were looking right, that's the time that you're eating up, that you could have given to yourself. And could have pushed you forward, could have propelled you forward to be the winner yeah. in that race. And so when you get in there, the only competition is, is yourself. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. the only one. So that's why I always tell people when it's like, well, she, don't worry about her dream. Mm-hmm. That's not yours. Mm-hmm. That's not the journey that God made for mm-hmm. you. Well, he, don't worry about that because mm-hmm. you don't know what he went through. Mm-hmm. You don't know how many tears he cried. You don't Absolutely. know how many times he thought about ending it. Yeah. Don't worry about them. Yeah. Worry about yours. And that makes the journey so much more beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah
0: yeah well thank you
1: so much Frank. Oh, thank you i enjoyed chatting with you i enjoy chatting with you too and i know this has been a, a passion project yes, for you and for i sure. hope that you can continue these shows and deliver your own testimony I know yeah. you're interviewing us and talking yeah. to us and whatnot but you have your own story yeah. and I hope that your viewers take a take time out to listen to your is your first show gonna be is it gonna be all you it needs to be all it you. it needs to be all me yeah are you telling be, your story yeah. because um and so if you need to go back to the first story the first show that she dropped please do that because Nina has such a powerful story she's a walking testimony and yeah. I don't take that lightly and when you have a friend like Nina you know make sure you don't forget to pour into them because they're so busy pouring into other people so as soon as she mentioned that she was going to have a show or a podcast i was like girl you know i don't feel like (laughs) talking about my testimony right now because i'm not where i want to be but because i love her so much and i believe in her vision and i see her passion i said well guess what maybe this is god saying it's okay to share your testimony even when you're not at the top like you want to be the testimony is a part of the what yeah journey journey the journey the journey the journey And welcome back
0: to the Nina Show. On this segment, it is called Ask Nina. And listen, when you ask me, I may answer in righteous Nina or ratchet Nina my answer. Okay. I'm glad you got us a drink. Oh, it's mine, but. Oh, you might need it for this, okay? Okay. So today we have a caller. Caller number one, you there? I'm here. Okay, child, tell us what's going on. What you got to ask Nina?
2: okay so I just feel like I'm the girl that always gets put in the friend category Mm. so um, I had a friend and he basically knows my back history with guys because we're friends you know we share stories but then you know we became a little bit more than friends or I thought that's what we were leading up to Um, we did have sexual intercourse everything was going good and then he kind of, like, it, like he was giving signs that he, you know, wasn't into it as much as I thought he was in the beginning before doing what we did.
0: Into the sex or into you?
2: Into me. Okay. He's all for the the, the sex if you're if you giving it out. But <laughs> I just feel like, you know, it's cool. But when I talk about stuff about, like, progressing the relationship I can see him being a little bit uncomfortable I don't know if it's because he doesn't want to take the friendship there or if it's me and you know talking to my homegirls is kind of like okay you gotta know who to be patient for or know who to like you know just say okay this probably ain't working he's not for me but you know it's some good things there it's not all bad but I just think that every time I bring up the relationship things, it's like he doesn't really speak on it. And I can sense like him being a little bit uncomfortable.
0: Okay. Okay. I think I'm going to start with Righteous Nina. I think Righteous Nina wants to say that you play a dangerous game by waiting for anybody. Mm -hmm. It is very dangerous. It is very dangerous because you're waiting for somebody with the expectation that they're going to do something that you don't know they're going to do. And why would you wait? This is your life. You have one life to live. So you play very dangerous and giving, basically giving somebody over the power Mm -hmm. over you when you wait for them Mm -hmm. to do right. Like, it's like, I don't know if that's, that's the good. Mm -hmm. And then also we want to take a text. It also says the blessings of the Lord make you rich and to them, he adds no sorrow. So when God makes a blessing rich, when he sends you something, Mm -hmm. it adds to your life and it's no sorrow that comes along with it. That's how you know it's a God thing and not just a you know a bang thing. Mm-hmm. Thank you, man. Which we all, if you want that. Now, yeah. Ratchet's Nina would say,
1: "Girl, girl, do him the way he doing you." Uh, no. Move on. Move on. Move on. Move on. Move on y'all. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Move mean- on. don't let a a man tell you what he thinks about you more than once don't let him tell you what he thinks about you two times she has been told without him saying anything that he is not interested in being in a relationship with her not interested in being intentional with her and that word intentional is so important when it comes to relationships and dating because you don't especially as us you know as we're getting older we don't want to just wait And see what these men have to say. Right, We have to deal with people who are intentional. And in doing so, you have to be intentional about the way that you date. So with that being said, respect yourself and respect that cootie cat. And move (laughs) on.
0: (laughs) But the other thing is, going back to the homework, is what do you want? Hmm. Being clear. Because if you want, you know, everybody's in a... Some people are in a phase where they just want to keep their numbers down and just be with a guy. And he may got good, you know what... And it's a good time. But if that's not really what you want, you have to be honest with yourself. And if he's not at the place to give it, I do agree with Fran. Move on. move
1: on. Move on. How many years have you guys known each other?
2: Uh,
1: so I would say a good five years. Oh, now Frank, you should live with that now. Yeah. Yeah. Five years. Yeah. 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 And if it didn't happen. Yeah. Either he gonna have to shit on the pot to get off. Ain't that what they say? We don't even need him on the pot anymore. We, because that's what, <laughs> it's, it's not about the man. Okay. Put, you know, I love talking to Dr. Phil or not talking to him, but watching Dr. Phil because he's always, you know, women will come on the show and be like, I just really want him to, and I'm just hoping that he'll choose why wait for him to make the decision? You make it. You make the decision. I got the power. Pull out, girl. <laughs> pull out. Pull out of the situation. But
0: he is playing, playing the other advocate. Uh-huh. What if she is like enjoys, there's something about him that she's enjoys. She should still just have the
1: power to walk away because we know dating is hard. Yeah, dating is hard. So maybe he'll continue to be that great friend and that great shoulder to cry on. Yeah. He's enjoying the Kuti He's always dreamt about it. He's always wondered what it was like. (laughs)
2: like
1: (laughs) Now he's getting friendship and the benefits when you Mm. really want more of an emotional connection and then at, at some point a relationship. Yeah. So don't even play with each other anymore. Revert, 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 abort, 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 leave, or just become just... Remain friends, but with no sex. Absolutely no sex. Absolutely no but sex. But does sex just benefit her, or I mean, just benefit him, or does it benefit her it's too? It's hurting her. Why do you think she's calling your show? You're mm-hmm. right. It's hurting you. Mm-hmm.
2: You got it. You know, going. at first I didn't think it was, mm-hmm. but because it kind of started off like you said, like in a um, just you know, I'm just having fun. But then I'm I'm getting feelings, and I want it to be about fun, but I can't ignore how I feel either. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's where respect comes in. Mm -hmm. And that's respecting the mind, the body, and the soul. Yeah. And she doesn't deserve she sounds like she wants to be in a relationship. Yeah. She doesn't deserve to be played with.
0: Yeah. And you know one of the things that I learned going back to what you want, and I wrote it in my book, Waiting to Be Found. Um. Yes, is when you are not clear, you get any old thing. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you really have to be honest about what it is that you want. And Mm -hmm. God is not going to send you what you really want while you're entertaining mm-hmm. just in your thing. I used to think, you know, you can get your husband while you know, you throwing it back and having a good time. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think
1: that that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to become the higher being that you're seeking. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was actually interviewing, who was I speaking? Oh, Sweetie. Last week, I was like, "Who said something like that?" It wasn't that profound. But I love I love She's <laughs> sweet. But but but, but uh, I, I said I confronted her with one of her her song lyrics. It was wrists on glida, waist we on I'm gonna show, show you how, you how to f- bag f- an eight figure nigga. Hey! And I, and I said, ever since you came up with that song, I've wanted to know what what are the three steps, Sweetie? What are the three steps to bag this a- eight hey, figure? figure yeah, that you talk of yeah. and or speak of. And she says. First, you have to become the eight-figure woman. She said you have to basically become what you seek out. And in so many words, that's what I'm saying here. You know, don't be with anyone who doesn't have the intentions that you have. Yeah. Don't be with anyone that you feel like you have to beg and, and, and to meet you there. The man should already be waiting for you. Mm-hmm. You are coming and, and, and giving him your decision. Don't allow someone to treat you like an option. Yeah, because you're the prize. You are the prize. Mm -hmm. Always been, always going to be it.
2: Amen. Period. Period. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, we hope we answer your question, caller, a.k.a. friend, a.k.a. sis. (laughs) we hope no, that you guys
2: did thank you so much i appreciate
0: thank it thank you so we want to hear about this man and listen we're going to call in and check in with you because i believe that the lord gonna send you your husband he will. okay just be
1: intentional just yeah, so can... leave
2: him alone y'all just leave him alone
1: <laughs> and focus on yourself focus on creating your own hobbies and getting to know what you enjoy right uh and he will come yeah yeah but ain't nothing like a lesson of what you don't want Ouch!
0: You learn more about what you don't want with the wrong person that you. Ouch! That's a whole other segment. Oh, you right, you right. <laughs> All right, then. Well, thanks for calling in and asking, Nina.
2: No problem. Okay. Please, Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs> that was so good. So when people call you and they have questions for you, do they not have to say their name or where they're from or anything? No, it's totally anonymous. Mm. We don't ask no questions. We don't ask none. Won't be none. Love that. Mm.
2: God. <laughs> now, friend you know how much
0: I love to hike. That's not my thing at all. I know, but I'm so glad that you did this with me. Thank you, much. So, as I'm doing the hike, I'm thinking about what are some things in your life that you feel you <laughs> could tell to take a
1: hike? Tell could it I, be the dog? I about to say I could tell dog. <laughs> or
0: could it be, you know, procrastination? Could it be the fear of tomorrow? I'll go first. One of the things that I feel like I could tell to take a hike is... my inability to forgive and be forgiven mm. yeah i think it's a big part of life is knowing that in order to be forgiven, you have to forgive mm. you know the people who hold grudges yeah that you yeah, you That's know I,
1: she be holding grudges, all I, I didn't think i did but i did <laughs> <laughs> i do i do i do oh my god oh my god you're gonna have to let that go you're gonna yeah. have to let that go I'll be mad. You're gonna have to tell that to take a hike. I got to tell it to take a hike. What do you think it is? Why do you hold the grudge? Does it make you, does it fuel you? No, because if I'm mad, I'm justifiably
0: mad. There's no reason why. I didn't just make it up. I didn't just roll over. So if you did something,
1: you really did something. So I feel justified. Do you feel justified having power over someone? I just mistake? feel justified in saying ah. <laughs> that's not a good, ju- that's not a good ah. reason. That's not a good reason, girl. That's not a good reason. At all. Take a hike. <laughs> yeah, that is to take a hike. For me, um, there's a lot of things in my life that I need to take a hike, but in this specific season, I want, um uh, self doubt mm, to take a hike. Yeah. I want, um, I just want to relinquish the idea and the yeah. thought that what I do is not enough. Yeah. And I also want to, I want to take a hike. The, the idea that I don't know who I am fully, totally because it can be a debilitating yeah. idea. You know, you're thirty something years old, or maybe you're twenty something years uh-huh. old, and society tells you you're supposed to already know your yep. purpose. Yep. You're already supposed to know what yep. you want to be when you yep. grow up. Yep, you're already supposed to know. Supposed yep. to know. Yep. When an actual you fall down, yep, you still don't know. There are eighty something year olds who just you and know, that's the they went through life, and yeah. and I still don't know, and I'm still learning. Yeah. So. And you know, I think about our sister Cicely Tyson.
0: As I was preparing to do this podcast, mm-hmm. she said she didn't do her book until she was like almost. 90 well she was 90 in her 90s mm-hmm. and she said i wanted to have something to say and i thought about that as like also taking a hike to perfectionism yeah to thinking everything
1: had to be perfect i love that yeah well, i'm gonna take that i wish we had a ball so i could just light it on fire and say hello take it but you know what we can do, do we, we can chick this up
0: oh. come on here friend oh, so we're we trying to take right? out <laughs> I never like to leave you guys without a word and I never like to leave you guys without a word of prayer so my word for this week is what do you want what do you want now what do you want God to do in your life at this moment and I would really ask you to ask God to tell me God show me the secrets that only you know and so in that you'll be able to write the vision make it plain and present it to him so let us pray before we go God, we just thank you for this time that we've been able to be together. We pray, Father God, that Lord Jesus, your goodness and mercy shall follow us everywhere that we go, that you would continue, God, to let good things, God, be a part of our lives, that our cheeks would burn, Father God, of us being so happy And our confession will be, we didn't know that we could have this much joy. I pray, Father God, for our futures because you're already there. And Father God, every place that our feet tread upon that you would give us, because you are the God who said that all things work together for our good, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, the number of our days you will fulfill. We believe what you said about us, and it is in your matchless name that we believe it, we receive it, and it is done. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Bye. Now, I know you liked that episode of the Nina Show. Don't forget to share with a friend now. And make sure you follow me on all platforms at Nina Simone Wright. Now, listen, you can like, you can comment, and you can
2: subscribe. But you better keep it cute or else, baby, I'm going to put you on mute. Okay?